I greet you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. I can't believe it's already Advent. That's, that's my opener today. I can't believe it's already Advent. Um, that's not a new feeling for me this year that I can't believe it's already blank. And I've heard it from enough of you to know that I'm not alone. I wish I had a dollar for every one of you who said, I can't believe it's November to me. I feel like winning the lottery. Um, time has been a really funny thing this year. Through this whole COVID experience, time has not really felt like it's our own. At first, it doesn't seem like this gospel can help us much with that. Time this season has felt like sometimes it's racing, sometimes it's moving unbearably slowly. And if you think Advent is about preparing for Christmas time, the birth of Jesus in the manger, this gospel doesn't start us there. It doesn't start us anywhere near there. The church says the best way to prepare for Advent is to skip right ahead to the second coming of Christ. We call readings like these apocalyptic, from the Greek word for uncovering, and we relegate them to being just about the end of the world and the end alone. Readings like this seem to cause a problem for the mainline church, and it seems like the only option is to read them wholly literally or to not read them at all. So let's call that right out, that what we're doing with these passages is kind of uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good to dig into the roaring of the seas and distress among the nations. None of that sounds good. But I think it also sounds really familiar. And it felt familiar to the followers of Jesus, too, and to the early church, First, Jesus here is echoing all those old prophets, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Zephaniah. That's our other company, this Advent, as a matter of fact, the old prophecies that were written and read during devastation and exile. Jeremiah, who we heard today, used the future to talk about the present. Jesus does, too, speaking to his followers who live under conquering empire. And the Gospels themselves were all recorded during the destruction of the Second Temple and the siege of Jerusalem. All our Advent readings are preparing for Christmas readings. Come to us from a place of despair. And they find us in one, too. We're not living in clear and certain times. If there's any temptation to look away from the fear and foreboding of what's coming to the world, I think it's the pain of recognition. Advent is the church's stubborn refusal to run headlong into Christmas joy. It is a speed bump in our way. I took a cab here this morning, and there were snow flurries outside, and inside there were sleigh bells jingling and ring-ting-tingling, too. That's pretty tempting to go right there and not think too much more about what these passages are asking us to conceive of. But Advent isn't about despair. Advent is about hope. Jesus is telling his disciples all of this will take place, and it will not be the end, not by a long shot. An author I love, Dante Stewart, says, Christian faith is about knowing that things impossible become reality, Things oppressive can become just. 
Things unlovable can become compassionate. Things dead can become alive. It is about living as if God's future can become our present. That's the Christian faith, living as though God's just, glorious, love-filled, light-filled future can become our present. The message here is not that we will be afraid or uncertain. That is our current reality. And Jesus is saying that is not the end. This is not a gospel about predicting what will happen. But what do we do in the midst of very present darkness? How do we raise our heads? How do we stand and keep from being swept away? This morning, a piece of the answer to that question is really simple. Keep alert. Keep watch. That is the message our Savior has for us, the way that we're starting our Advent journey. Keep watch. Stay awake. For you do not know the day or the hour of your own salvation. We do not know the day or the hour after a year like this one, after weeks and months that have raced by or crawled by. This Advent, I invite you to seize a hold of time, to grab a hold of it, to feel firmly planted in this season, even as we're carried away by the passage of time. Advent is an invitation to have a God's eye view of the world, to step out of time and look at the incredible work of salvation, and to be saved day by day, even when it's dark, even when it's hard, even when you are full of despair. In Advent, one of the most beautiful mysteries of our faith, that Christ himself would come among us, would be born like us. The way that the Christ child cracks us open and goes right to the heart of our own childlike vulnerability. This gift is slowed down for us in Advent to a daily journey. God's future can become our present. Hope is blooming, not despite despair, but because of it. Grab a hold of this time. Grab a hold of this season and let yourself be rooted in it and move through it with daily devotion, with prayer, with reflection, and just to be in this in-between time when things are not yet, when our hope blooms with the fragility of those first few new leaves. This Advent, keep watch. Lift up your heads. The Lord is near. Amen.